Welcome back to another episode here on Coach's Corner. I am Polly Barr, the founder of Identity of One Coaching, and I specialize in helping men and women like yourself break free from your past and identify your true identity, which will uncover your gifts and talents that are on purpose for your life of freedom. As you dive into this podcast, grab a pen and pad, your favorite flavored coffee, or whatever you may be into this very moment, and get ready for tips and nuggets to help set you free. If there is anything on any one of these episodes that has brought value to your life, do me a huge favor, my friend, and drop me a review down below here on Apple Podcast. You can also follow me on Spotify and iHeartRadio, and we're also on Audible and Pandora in all of your favorite podcast apps. So with that being said, let's dive in. Good morning and welcome to another episode here on Coach's Corner. I just want to welcome everyone that is coming in. We are going to have an awesome conversation with a very good friend of mine, Cassandra Davis, and we're going to be breaking down this conversation of tapping into divine purpose. But first, I just want to uh, just, you know, give a shout out to all of y'all that are coming in, those who are supporting this podcast. I want to thank you so much for always joining us on Saturday mornings, Wake, uh, joining us on Wake Up in the Word. And so if you are here live, do us a huge favor and type a one. If you're coming in on the replay, hashtag replay so that we can connect with you. And so, like I said, we're going to dive into divine purpose conversation. I'm waiting for uh, Cassandra to, there's some tef- technical difficulties that's going on on her end. And so we're just going to continue this conversation. So my question for you today is this, all right, in your life, in your life of divine purpose, as we're all seeking something in life, I want to ask you this question and just really think about it in your time as you're watching or if you're watching a replay. Good morning, Denise. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, You know, really think about this question. Am I being driven by need in a conversation or in a relationship or in a uh, friendship in whatever that may look like to you? Are you driven by need? Now, where do I get that question from? I get that question from a clubhouse that we had yesterday. Um, and I titled it, how are you being treated? And one of the questions that, that came along with that, um, topic was why do people allow certain things to happen in our lives? And so I think this is her calling in. Okay. So give me one second. Call from one second to accept press one to send a voice. Hello, hello. Hello there. Hey, Cassandra, can oh. you hear me? Yeah, at my computer. So I'm about to connect. No problem, no problem. We are online, so we're just going to dive into the conversation. Don't even worry about the computer. Um, I can hear you clearly. Okay. Can you hear me? I can. Fabulous. Okay, awesome. Can anyone? Can everyone online hear Cassandra? Let me know, please. Um, so we're going to dive into this conversation. And so what I was talking about right before you had logged on was uh, tapping into divine purpose and then also carrying the same conversation that we had yesterday on Clubhouse about why people allow certain things to happen in their lives and allow people to mistreat them in a certain way. And so that question 
and I and I love the way that that you broke it down was, you know, a lot of people are driven by need. And so I want you to really expound on that, if you will, um, because I believe that in order for us to get into our divine purpose, a lot of those attributes need to be kicked out. And so what are your thoughts on that question right there as far as why are people driven by need? Yeah, that's an excellent question. And I have just a bunch of stories to kind of like um, to explain like what, how that can be so destructive in someone's life. Mm -hmm. And um, one being, you know, if we're driven by need, um, we will compromise in our life. Because that thing that someone else has to offer uh, is much more important than what we want. And when we're driven by need, and um, for me, you know, I, I, I journeyed, started off my life um, traveling the world, uh, investing in myself, and um, uh, wanting to uh, pour out on people's lives. You know, I, I basically was a, a missionary. I traveled different um, countries. And I was radically saved and transformed by the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that ties in with, with the gospel or with the, you know, purpose, you know, I was driven by purpose and, um, and what, what, what happens, um, even in the church era and the church, uh, you know, thought of train of thought is, you know, is that we have to get married. And so I was, I was, because I was feeding on that information that I, I need, I must get married. Mm. Um, and it wasn't happening. And like it was 28 going 29. And, um, and so that, that need that was, and I didn't have the right mindset around that um, area of my life. So that need drove me to a wrong relationship, a very destructive one um, that I avoided red flags and um, even ministers that were driven by, um, the need for me to get married. We're prophesying out of that need rather than what was God's will for my life. And um, so there's, there's a soulish realm that happens out of need. So you can prophesy out of the soulish realm. You can do things out of that soulish need-driven realm. And it really only brings destruction. You know, when, when people say, I need money, I need this, I need that. It's like you're you're basically going after the carrot after the stick. And you're a slave to that master. And um, so it's so, so important when we look at the aspect of what's my divine purpose, that we're not just going to live each day driven by need. I need to go to work. I need to make money. I need this. I need that. And when you live at a higher capacity, um, a, a level of living life, is that you, I want to get up. I get to. And you change your language um, around what's possible for your life. And that's in connection with an intimate connection with God. Like right. when he created the world, he created it out of want, desire. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to create the world. He didn't need to create us. But because of want and desire that it pleased him, he thought it was good. Uh, when we align ourselves with those types of thoughts and realities, anything is possible for our lives. Right. That is so right. Just trusting in him and just understanding that, that his desire was to create us. Um, that right there is just a, a huge, um, segue into 
what what we're about to discuss. And I love the whole fact of how you said, you know, so many times we are driven even in the prophetic, even in the spiritual by need because of what we've what have been what has been placed upon us to think that we need. Like you need to be married at this certain point. You need to be in this area of ministry by this point. But God's timing is always so much different than ours. The Bible says that Absolutely. that that his ways are are higher than ours are our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He doesn't think the same that we do. And, and so my next question is this for you, Cassandra is at what point did you, was there the light bulb moment that you, that you shifted to say, I shouldn't need anything. I should desire. I want to serve God. I want to do this. I want to do that. At what point in your life did you find that that light bulb moment, if you could think about that and and let us know how did that transpire and and what was going on to cause you to say, you know what, I have to change my mindset. Hmm. Well, you know, it's, it's always a journey. And I think I had my mindset right correctly. But I, again, it's sometimes in certain areas of our life that we don't have our mindset correct. And that was uh, around marriage mm-hmm. and that need to have someone in my life. Um, like literally when I was saved at 15, I just went all after God, right. knowing I wanted to give myself my time, my attention, my passion, my desires, and so much transpired of that. Like it, to able to travel um, and to do what I've, I'm able to do, uh, I've done, like going to you know college. I have, um, through my upbringing, I have six siblings. My, my parents got divorced when I was about 15. And, um, and because of their choices, um, I'm an eighth grade dropout, not by choice. And so I, when I got saved, it was God and me and his word and prayer. That was my high school education. And so I was on this process. I was very hungry to know him, to go after him. And so he mentored and tutored me and coached me. Um, it was my spiritual advisor in so many ways as I just would read the scriptures and my, my revelation knowledge just grew and grew and grew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just favor opened up. So God, you know, I just gave him my yes. He would put desires because he's the giver of desire. He said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Uh, Psalms 34, six. And, it, and, and you realize he's the one that gives of desire. We are created for his glory and that's a beautiful thing. People think, uh, uh, I could be quite selfish of God. No, like he wants to radiate his glory through our lives. The master, we are a piece of the master. He's the masterpiece. And so he's like, here's a paintbrush. And he gives us permission how to paint with it because his desires, his flow, his spirit is living within us. And so it's just co-laboring with him. Mm. And that's where divine purpose really comes out. It's not like this, uh, well, here it is one day, you're going to know exactly what you're going to do. It's, it's a journey. It's a process, a process of intimately connecting with him daily. They right. say, here, God, how would you like to use my voice? How would you like to use my gift? How would you like to use my hands today? Um, and what I put my hands to. And so I think every day is a, it's a process and a journey, but it's the key is, is connecting. It's connecting with that journey with him um, the intimate relationship again, because if not, you're living a life of myth. You're miserable. You don't know what's happening. You, you're 
you're off filter. Um, and just like the, the unhappiness sinks in because that's why people go to drugs and alcohol and, and bad relationships um, because they're, they're just looking for some, something or something else to fill that void of deep longing of connection with him right. and purpose and being purposeful. Purposeful comes out of purpose. And so whatever we're doing today, is it purposeful? Is it of great intent of what I'm doing? Does it serve a purpose? And so asking those questions um, enabled one to really live out their purpose. Absolutely. I love one of the things that you said is, um, God gave you your yes. That's powerful. That is a statement right there. Um, I might actually, (laughs) we might have to actually do a, a room on, on clubhouse with that title. Um, you know, what is your yes that God gave you or, you know, something like that. But anyhow, um, God gave you your yes. His promises are yes and amen. And so God wants us to prosper. God wants us to get to the next place. God wants us to get to the next level. God doesn't want us to remain. If not, then Jesus would have never healed the man by the pool. He would have never healed healed the, the woman with the issue of blood. She couldn't get past where, where she was. She couldn't get past her past because she had the issue of blood. And so she was claimed unclean. And so this is where it's it's just, there's a lot of power and there's a lot of nuggets here. Um, and I like what you said about, it's not just one day to the next. It can be, but there has to be that journey that finally gets, gets you to a place in life where you're like, now I know what God wants me to do. Because I know for my life, it was it was trying this and trying that and running here and running there. Do I believe that it was God's will? Absolutely, because he wants us to learn. But at the same time, when I was finally sat down for a short season for about three weeks of just no internet service, um, no Wi-Fi, no nothing in a canyon in Colorado, just basically living, everything was good. We were transitioning to Colorado but it was in that time where I, where now everything was slowed down and everything that led up to that, that's when I had the aha moment of, okay, what is next for me, God? What do you want me to do? And that's when God gave me specifics for the next season. But it took all of that journey through the pandemic, through COVID, through all of that, trying to figure out what was next, that when I finally got to the place of rest, was where I was able to say, oh, okay, I get it. And so now let's 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 tap into one of your greatest passions, and that's helping people to get to that that um divine purpose and tapping into that. What can you say this morning that will encourage someone right now that is struggling, that has a challenge of what is my purpose? Um speak to that, speak to that person and 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 help us to understand how we can truly tap into that divine purpose. Yeah, this is one of the my, my favorite topics. And really this year has been just um, so eye-opening for my own self. As I said, um, you know, God anoints our yes, and also he anoints our no. And so right. when I said no to this toxic, abusive relationship that I chose to be in, I avoided the red flags I choose to be in and, um, you know, he broke the marriage vows. And so I had a choice to, to continue to suffer in this relationship or I could, I could choose another way. And God just so beautifully, as I said, no, 
Um, and like all of heaven just opened up and it's amazing. Like, um, when you realize that God is for you and he will always set the captives free, he's cheering and championing you on. I don't, I don't ever put someone's marriage, you know, covenant above God's covenant. That's where it goes wrong. Do not ever put your marriage covenant above God. And so people will, you know, suffer and I can be very, very um, abused in that ideal. And so to just give liberation to anybody that hears that. And um, one of the things God dropped in my spirit in the beginning of this year, it says, when you pursue the great I am, Mm. you will find greatness within. Come on. Come on. And that is powerful. It's pursuing him. It's pursuing. And then this greatness, the greatness of God, the spirit of God manifesting through your life. And there's a, a supernatural gift and there's a, the, the natural gift that he wants to put super on your natural and um, allow you to inspire, transform, become better. We all come in life and in life and in the circle of life. We, the day that we're born and the day that we die. And we're here to help others, you know, learn from our lives so they can have a starting point of, you know, revelation knowledge that can transform their lives where they don't have to take 10 to 30, 40 years to figure out that your life and your message uh, can help them get even better. And that's why we see things evolving. They're getting better. We have electricity, you know, we right. have uh, the convenience of things today because of people's, you know, taking their God genius and putting it into action. And so we want to help people. So your purpose is connected to people. And so when you realize what problems do I solve, what, what problems have I solved for myself so I can help other people solve, and um, a true test of uh, things that we've gone through, the adversities we've gone through, right. um, is a key indicator of, of a purpose we can serve. And so when we conquer and, and get an authority in an area, we can help other people to um, overcome in those areas as well. And um, so it's really, it's tied into that, um, your purpose, you know, what problems you can solve, you know, connecting, have an intimate connection with the great I am and allowing that purpose and the greatness within you to develop and stirred up. And so daily intentional connection with him. And he's good. He's so good. He's for you. And so many people stay away from the intimate connection because they think God is a judge and he's full of wrath. But he's not. He's a good, good father. And, and the most important thing that I'm on this discovery of a purpose, if you look at Revelation 1, 5, and 6, mm-hmm. it said not only was Jesus' purpose was to die on the cross to cover our sins, but it was to raise up kings and priests onto his God and Father. We here is wanting to raise up kings and priests to rule and reign in life, over our lives to rule um, and to be a priest is an ambassador for Christ, Come an on. ambassador, a messenger to knowing we can be connected to the divine one who created us to live in the supernatural, to, to see his supernatural gifts flow through our lives. I've seen incredible miracles. I've seen the, the um, deaf here. I see the, the dumb speak. I've heard the lame walking. I've, been around um, of the world. I've seen incredible miracles in America. I've seen incredible miracles overseas and foreign countries. Like this is the supernatural God that wants to live through us. And he wants to take 
the destructive natural things that are happening around us and bring the glory of God. He wants us to bring the kingdom in, inside of that, um, wh- whatever it's a person or um, a, a place, allow his kingdom to manifest. And it's a powerful thing when you know that he lives inside of you and he wants to move and breathe and have his being. Absolutely. I love, love, love what you're saying. I'm going to, I'm going to echo what, what you had said earlier when you, um, you know, had, had jumped on here a a few minutes ago. Um, God anoints us to say yes, but he also anoints us with the no. And that's Mm -hmm. where so many people, so many Christians will fall short because they want to say yes to everything. They want to say yes to, to people. They want to say yes to programs. They want to say yes to everything. Listen, it is okay for you to say no to something. I cannot do that. It My time does not allow it. I will not make room on my schedule for that because there are non-negotiables in our life. And when God gives us a specific assignment, he wants to see, are you really truly going to carry out that assignment? And so for, for somebody out there that is thinking you have to work seven days a week, that is not the case. Take that day off. Take that day and rest. There has to be rest in your spirit. And I love how you said about tapping into that Christ didn't just come to die on the cross, but he came to raise up kings and priests. He came to 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 open blind eyes. He came to show us that through him and in him, because he lives in us, we are able to do mm-hmm. so as well. And so that is just, there's so much power in that. And so I am just so thankful that um, you were able to come in and share. Um, And so give us some of your final thoughts, you know, speak whatever the Holy Spirit is, is speaking to you, because I know that you are full of the spirit Um, to that one woman, that one man that is still struggling in the area of purpose. And what I want to drop really quick is one of the things that I believe And go ahead and speak to this as well. One of the things that I believe is that we as people, I know for myself, I was, I was so focused on finding my purpose. And until I started reading the word of God and really diving into it, even as a pastor, Mm -hmm. I began to realize it's his purpose. And I think that, that when we put it back on the father saying, all right, Lord, what is your purpose for me, it literally removes the yoke of performance. It literally mm-hmm. r- removes the yoke of need. So speak to that for a moment and then just 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 speak whatever you feel the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. What are your thoughts on what I just said right now? Yeah, it's so important. Um, and, and connecting with God and, and like surrendering, surrendering to this divine genius being God who knows all things and that he's cheering you on to accomplish great things with your life. He's great purpose and intent. And so surrendering to that first and foremost, mm. you can start painting a picture. What do I want my life to look like? If God was, you know, just, you know, what, what would God want for my life? And so uh, you see great, maybe great influence. You have a gift to influence and inspire people. It's like, what does that look like? What problems can I solve for people? And so it's really, you know, taking your dream and writing it down and 
finding a vision for your life. It's like, man, I have a passion to end sex slave tra- trafficking. How, what can I do? So you'd be a voice, a, um, uh, you know, someone that champions on that voice for the victims. And you can, you could raise up hundreds of thousands of people to support your dream to ending mm-hmm. that sex box trafficking, giving them the opportunity to be part of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, great, great inspires. You know, like there's a guy out of New York and he wants to solve a water problem and he has raised millions of dollars and, and drilled so many different wells all over the, the world to help get clean water over the world. But he only did it was get on TEDx talks and he got speaking in front of people and he started traveling and started doing what he did. And so this is really taking action, co-laboring with God and greatness happens. Mm. And so there's momentum and it's taking action and facing your fears. Like, whoa, what if I'm not good enough? Well, look at Moses. He didn't think he had a stuttering thing. God, you can't use me. I can't even speak. And he's like, I will. And he sends other people along like a, a Joshua to help him. And, um, and so sometimes we think, about our own self and like we're not good enough and it's really really a lie from the enemy he wants to steal the the, the glow that's within us the the the, the, the potential that's within us so he lies with oh you know you're not good enough look what that person said so it's not so important what other people say it's what what God says about you. So giving your time and attention to what God says and laying down and, and casting off the things what other people would say. Um, because we don't always know what the spirit that they're saying things. It could be out of jealousy and envy and, and hurt their own disbelief about themselves. And then they speak over you. And so you've got to really discern what people are saying over you. Right. And I'm really, and that's where learning the, you know, from the word of God, you're saying, get into the word of God. That's where you know the heartbeat of God. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Since, since you, uh, since I cracked the egg and, and now you put it in the frying pan. <laughs> so <laughs> my question is this. So is there a, a difference? I have my own answer to that, but I would love to hear yours because we are human. We're constantly saying, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? But then also there's assignment. So for me, it's this, is that when I hear someone say, I don't know what my purpose is. Listen, you are already on purpose because that's why God created you. What you need to find out is what your assignment is in that purpose. And so what are Mm -hmm. your thoughts in that? Because God purposed us to be born. We weren't just formed in a Motel 6. (laughs) <laughs> or in the back of someone's yeah. someone's car. I mean, let, let's just be honest. We were formed by our heavenly Father. We were we are a spoken word. And so, what are your thoughts on purpose and assignment? Yeah, I just I think the assignments are like the to do list sometimes to to do those things that serves the purpose. Yes. And for me, like I have an assignment to write a book. I put it on my heart to write a book called Tapping Into Your Divine Purpose. Mm. And so I've hired a coach. I don't feel qualified, but I, I'm purposing myself and showing up to at least learn how to write a book and learning how to put my thoughts down, how to describe my stories and put them into, into paper so that when someone can read my book, that inspires them, gives them a blueprint of what's possible for their life. And um, so I think assignments says, what is God putting your heart to do? 
I mean, some of it could be becoming a pastor. Some could be, you know, becoming, um, you know, a, a business owner. What is that assignment so you can serve people? And, um, and also, like, I'm a kingdom entrepreneur, and I love teaching people how to connect their supernatural gifts um, and with serving people in the marketplace. And, um, and, and so there's a value for value exchange, and that's how Jesus represented to us as he was a carpenter. You know, he, you know, he was a supernatural being that was in the marketplace, and he served people, connected with people. And, um, and so it's learning um, in this, this time that we're in that we can serve people through coaching and mentoring or, or a product or service that solves people's problems. And we bring glory to God. We serve a purpose. We're blessed in return. And, and we, we have to learn how to put those two things together, especially as ministers and people that want to be in the ministry. How do we serve people? And it's through our gifts. And our gifts will make room for us as we develop it, as we journey towards getting better every day, a better version of ourselves and how we can help learn how to ask the right questions, how we can serve that per- person better, of like our I- ideal who, of who we are called to serve. And um, it's just that process of learning and, and narrowing it down and getting better at your craft to help people get better, become better, um, and, and what you have to offer. And um, and it's, it's a beautiful thing when you can, like, oh, this is, this is my field of favor. This is where I have favor. Right. This is where I can serve people. And you just become alive doing that. Absolutely. I love one thing that you said towards the end. Improve your craft. Prayer is one thing. Mm-hmm. But action is the other. God does his part. Yeah. He's already given us purpose. He's already given us talents. He's already give, given us gifts. But it's not going to be perfected overnight. So, for instance, I love doing graphics. I love doing video. But it took me years to start with just a generic video with one little subtitle going, oh, that looks, look at that. That is so cool. And then when I started seeing other um, friends of mine that are that are great video and great um, creators going, who's making your videos? And I'm like, I am. They're like, dude, that those are on point. Those are really, those are good. That's when for me, I'm like, huh, because I was perfecting my gift, not for perfection, but for the spirit of excellence that God has given us. And so with everything, you know, I believe this in our, you know, tapping into his divine purpose, our assignments that come, like you said, the to-do list. In those, that's where we, everything that we do for the Lord must be top shelf, not perfection, but in a spirit of excellence. Every single detail, Lord, how does this look? Where do you want me to do with this? And and God will begin to show you. And that's why it's imperative, especially as creators, to ask questions. If somebody comes to you or to me saying, hey, I want this certain video made, I'm going to ask them the number one question. What do you want it to look like? What's your audience? How do you want it to sound? Well, I just trust you. Just just, you know, just, just do it. And I'm like, listen, what I like, you may not like, but we love your video. I understand that. But pictures and all of that stuff is different than my pictures, my intro video. I can't make yours to sound and look like mine because you have a whole different audience, a whole different craft. And so I just think that it's um, important to highlight that what you just said, you know, improve your craft practice makes perfect. 
And so it's a consistency. It's a momentum. It's constantly improving, mm -hmm. learning from others, reading the word, praying, and then sometimes pushing it back for a, a short season to say, all right, God, I'm overwhelmed with this. So you show me exactly what I need to be doing. And so that was just power. So I just wanted to, to highlight that because someone out there right now is, is saying, well, I tried it once and it didn't work. Well, you know, this and this and that. Well, I can't do live stream like you. Okay. But can you journal? Can you write? Can you speak into audio? Mm -hmm. Then you can do a podcast. Um, can you speak to children? Um, who's your audience? Who has God called you? What's the assignment and who's part of that assignment? But it takes consistency and that will build your confidence. Absolutely. It'll build the momentum. It'll build that anointing even stronger. And so I, I just, I just think this, this, this conversation was just rock star. And so, um, Cassandra, let us know where we can find you. Um, I know that you're working on a, a website, right now, but go ahead and give us the website this way. Once it goes onto Apple podcast, then I can, I can put it in the show notes and all of that, any type of resources that you may have a like page, whatever those look like, let us know where we can find you. And if you have a, a, um, um, specific word for somebody, go ahead and share that. Yeah. Um, so I'm on this journey of divine purpose mastery. So I have divinepurposemastery.com and that will take you to um, a place to schedule a free clarity call. And I would love to work with anybody saying, you know, um, I want to know deeper of my purpose, being more connected and, and more intent with my life. Love to give you some breakthrough um, and we do some prophetic prayer um, in, in that call. And I just love allowing the light the world to light your world up. And so I invite you to do that. Go to divine mastery, uh, divine purpose, mastery.com. Awesome. And, um, you know, just on that, one of my mentors, you know, he put it so clearly as I'm just uh, stating what he said, uh, when you're discovering your purpose, the, I am like, like, I am a child of the King. I am loved. I am powerful. Um, I am a voice. When you know God has given you a, a gift inside of you, you'll discover out of the I am, your I do, the assignment. Mm. And it's so powerful. And um, and your assignment is what you do with your I am. Wow. So figure out who you are. And I love, um, like, take a piece of paper, take a, a, a white blank piece of canvas, write your name on it. And then from that, circle around the name and write out um, who you are. You know, you're, for me, like I'm purposeful, powerful, a voice, a speaker. I'm talented and gifted and influencer. And so out of those things I've written down, like 25 plus things, mm -hmm. um, I'm living my assignment according to who I declare who I am, who God declares who I am. And um, and it's remembering who you are. The, the, the self-love and care is so important because there's so much self-hate and, and depression and, and hopelessness out there that wants to feed us uh, just in destruction of our own mind. And so we have to learn how to live out of, you know, right standing, right thinking with God, joy, peace of our own life. Let joy be in the driver's seat of our lives, not depression or hopelessness or worry and concern. 
but about joy. And I actually had a dream about this this morning. It was powerful. Um, I have a daughter named Joy, and she was driving this little vehicle that we were in. Mm-hmm. And um, God was just saying, I want joy to be the driver of your life, the, the driving wow. force of your life. Wow. And like, and it, it and she was like, oh, let's go this way. And like, and where she took me was like all these important things, my purse, my phone, <laughs> all these valuable things in my life. And it's like the joy will take care of the rest. Absolutely. And um, it was just so powerful. And, um, you know, I don't know all who's on here, but I just, I just bless each one of you to be connected, that the breath of God, of Yahweh would fill your lungs. Yes. I bless his presence, his manifest presence to connect you with his presence. That the kingdom of heaven right now will invade your presence. The very atmosphere of who you are. That you would get to know the one who pursues you, who loves you. Who's the kindest person that you ever will know. Who cheers you on. Who is proud of you. Who created you with great divine purpose and intent. Lord, I just ask you to just open up, just open up their hearts. Let their hearts be warmed by your love, open to you. Where there's ever any resistance or hurt or pain, I ask you to remove it, Lord. All the disappointments. Come and just heal their hearts and fill them up, Holy Spirit. Your breath, your life. Want to move and breathe and have your being within us. I thank you, Lord, that you would give them a, a pen of a ready writer and just write out their dreams and goals and visions, what you have for their lives. Fill them with your thoughts. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yeah. So I bless each one to find that thing and connect with me. I'd love to help you inspire you on your journey. So, so good to be with you guys all today. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the prayer and thank you for this awesome conversation. And if y'all haven't followed us on, um, on clubhouse, uh, Cassandra, what is your clubhouse handle? Um, at Cassandra with a K Cassandra. And then it's my middle initial is K K A E. So Cassandra K. There's two K's in there. <laughs> awesome. So I know that we'll be doing some more rooms together and, and just bringing the word of God and just bringing these, these awesome topics. So thank you once again, Cassandra, for the blessing. Thank you for jo- uh, showing up this morning. Um, and thank God for technology because the uh, device that I have was um, um, allowed you to just call in. So, you know, yeah. the enemy thinks that he can come at us, but not in this day and age. <laughs> so anyway, um, I appreciate you, my friend. Um, God bless you and everyone who's watching. Thank you guys. And we'll be back uh, Monday morning with Wake Up in the Word and next Saturday with another interview. We actually have Tanika Abbott coming in um, next next Saturday. And so we just invite you to uh, show up once again. So with that being said, we love you guys. God bless you. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.